Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's 85. 85? Um, uh, a weighty hive. A weighty hive. The bees hive. have been busy. There's honey aplenty. And the hive is weighty. Hello, and welcome to Bud Pop. <laughs> a weighty hive indeed. Um, yes, a weighty hive staying alive. Um, 85. We're recording this a little early, everyone, so that's why our two households are mixing indoors. That's right. On the day you're hearing this, uh, uh, London will be four or five days mm. into its tier two high-level Lockdown. Maybe even it will go up. Maybe it's tier three by this point. We're recording this on Thursday, and it's all kicking off on Saturday. Mm-hmm, They've mm-hmm. gone, get your disease spreading in yeah. before it all shuts down. But at least they've not fucking gone Monday, so everyone yeah. goes fucking mental on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's only taken them seven months to learn to figure it out, not to give people a weekend to cram it all in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, we're all going to quit drinking on Monday. <laughs> right, guys, on Monday. So you'd better make the most of this chance. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but I hope you all are doing okay. Uh, we, um, Pierre and I here in the past in, uh, on Thursday, I just um, have just been really enjoying... Because we, we love to cancel watch. And, well, basically, we were at dinner last night and Pierre <laughs> looked at his phone and he looked at me and he said, I'll give you £20 if you can guess who Twitter is trying to cancel now. <laughs> because, dear listener, if you missed this, I, I could not believe it. I couldn't believe it. It was it was Malala. I got it in the end. It took me about, about five minutes, but eventually went, Malala Yousafzai? <laughs> and Pierre went, yep, you got it. Uh, but- Malala. <laughs> Malala. I, 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 it's of course very hack to say something is completed or we've completed something. Yeah. But we've completed Twitter. Yeah. Once you've cancelled Malala, <laughs> and, and Twitter fell to its knees and wept, for there were no more people to cancel. <laughs> what's What's amazing is that the whole point of cancelling is someone is is kind of like. We should probably say what what her offence was. Oh, yes, of course. So if you're wondering what Malala did to be cancelled, we're not all shocked because it was something worth doing. She did a fa- she put up a Facebook status, like on her personal Facebook, I think, or I don't know. But basically, one of her friends at Oxford University, where she's studying, you know, after being shot in the head by the Taliban. <laughs> and recovering. Um, and recovering. And, and, st- uh, and the bits of her brain that was left were still smart enough to go <laughs> yeah. to Oxford. Someone shot her in the head and she went to Oxford. <laughs> Imagine if she hadn't been shot in the head. <laughs> She'd be running the world immediately. And we'll probably end up, to be fair, running at least part of the world. If she's, the... An, she's an X-Man. She's she an had heart, part of her brain was blown out, and her career now is her brain. That's, how, my, that's how powerful her brain was. It's insane. She's like Storm. She won... No, not Storm. Who's the one who's also psychic, who um, 
Laser Eyes is always in love with. C- Cyclops. Oh. Oh. Um, Jean. Jean Grey. Jean. She's like Jean Grey. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, most people uh, win the Nobel Prize before they lose part of their brain. Yeah. But she lost part of her brain and after. then became the youngest ever Nobel Prize winner. Yeah, after. Anyway, <laughs> this, this incredible person of indomitable will uh, put up a Facebook status saying, hey, my friend Bifton is running to be head of the Conservative Association of Oxford University, like the student one. Please vote for my friend Bifton. Mm-hmm. There you go. That was it. <laughs> that was what was wrong. <laughs> she knew it was someone. <laughs> She's not even in the Conservative Association. So everyone was like, Malala's a Tory. Can't believe Malala's a hashtag Tory. I saw, so I, I, I saw someone someone trying to calm everyone down saying, well, she's just supporting her friend. And someone commented on that she's supporting a Tory. And it's like, yeah, for the Tory society. It's not like she's, she's not even saying support the Tories against, in the election yeah. or against someone who's not Tories. Yeah. Support this Tory in, in favor what? of the other Tories. Why can't she support a member of Labour to be in charge of the Tory party? <laughs> <laughs> that would be better. <laughs> I guess it's that thing of like, uh, oh, don't be friends with a Tory, never kiss a Tory. Da, 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 da. It's like this kind of weird. It's pure. It's just purity politics. Was literally like it's it's the closest thing to it is like Amish shunning. Like Dude, if you it, commit an offence in the Amish community, they just all won't speak to you, and you have mm, to and you go insane. Yeah. From loneliness. I, I mean, it works as a tactic, but to see it applied to Malala is incredible. I mean, it, it's it's. <laughs> The 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 far the British far left are operating uh. a policy akin to um, the one drop rule in in sort of, yep. in sort of racist purity. America. But that's like if you if you have one drop of Tory touch you, you're mm. basically all Tory. Well, that's what's funny is that the whole point of burning a witch because they aren't pure is that is to hide the fact that you aren't pure because no one is. It's not possible. Mm-hmm. The only people who are are like. Um, there's a lot of people who are, are like high up in the Labour Party, for example, whose parents were like Labour activists in the 70s and whose like grandparents were like union activists in the 30s and they're like genetically pure. They're almost like aristocrats. Mm-hmm. Like, my, family have been, <laughs> my family have been fighting for the working man for a terribly long time. Um, so they have sort of have an argument about being pure, but then the rest of us, it's like, well, yeah, you've got like an elderly relative who's right wing who you don't abandon during coronavirus. It's like, well, how dare you? You know, none of the people trying to cancel, and I, I'll say it again, <laughs> Malala. <laughs> just in case you missed it, Malala. Just in case you thought you misheard. Ah, that none of them are pure either. And when the mob comes for them, oh yeah, it's bloodbath. Oh. But I mean, it, yeah, they, yeah. I mean, if 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 the far left, if the far left can cancel a Nobel winning winning Muslim woman who campaigns for the education of girls in the developing world, yeah. There's there's no. I'm almost impressed because there's no. They proved there's no one we can't try and do this. <laughs> do you think it was like? Uh... There's no one. Is if but is there no <laughs> introspection that all these people, these far lefties, go? They're, they're all so dumb. They don't even go. Well, if Malala can get cancelled, I guess I could. Because mm. I've done far far less. I think they they. But then again, it's all about inaction, isn't it? They go. It doesn't matter if you've never done anything to help anyone, as long as mm. your thoughts were always pure. That's it. 
Um, because if they cared about that, they'd care about winning elections, and they manifestly don't. Because winning an election, you go, oh, there's so many people who don't get paid enough. You go, okay, we'll win the election, and then you can change that. No, because that would mean compromise. And you go, okay, so then they'll, those people will stay poor then. Yeah. And it'll show the world how bad it is. And you go, well, I'm pretty sure they'd prefer the money, but okay, that seems fine. It seems like a fun option for them for you to have done that. Yeah, they don't care. They go, they, they would rather a billion young non-white women in the developing world remain illiterate than Malala be friends with a single <laughs> conservative. That's really it, isn't at it? At Oxford, they go, I would rather they never... Because if they learn to read, they'll only use it to read her Facebook update and they'll be as angry as me, I assume. <laughs> Malala. This, uh, another strain of uh, um, these fucking lunatics conspiracism <laughs> is that the Oxbridge as institutions are yeah. so right-wing that someone like Malala can go into Oxford and yeah. be turned into a Tory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go there and people surround you going, Hey, like Tory party, Tory party, and then they, there's a big cauldron, and Margaret Thatcher's there. She's still alive. She, they've just kept her hidden. And she, she kisses everyone on the forehead, and they go, and their eyes do that spinny, like you know, Batman thing. And they suddenly go free markets. That's it. That's the. Then you graduate. That's what. Well, that's the graduation ceremony from Oxbridge, as we all, as you and I know. That's what happened yeah, to us. Yeah, absolutely. That's why we're. That's why we're brainwashed into. Whatever it is, whatever it is, we're supposed to do. I don't know. Hunt the uh, hunt the homeless for sport. <laughs> but it's it's I, I'm I can I can I'm always amazed by the capacity of people who have done literally nothing with their lives to criticize <laughs> someone who's done an unfathomable amount yeah. in their lives. Some, some I think of, if you've done nothing in your lives, you're not allowed. You shouldn't be able to comment on someone who's done something. Yeah. I think you you shouldn't be able to comment on like Robert Mugabe if you've just <laughs> sat in your room <laughs> tweeting about socialism. I think you know you you have to at least you, you have to you have to commit some action in life somehow. Yeah. To be a valid member of if society. You, if your Twitter name is just uh, Stalin Bay sixty nine. <laughs> You don't. You don't get to shit post about Malala. <laughs> you don't get to simultaneously be like, "It's outrageous that Malala has a friend who is in the student Tory society, and she would like her friend to do well in that." And then to be like, "Mao did nothing wrong." <laughs> yeah, that's you, amazing. You can't it? cancel Malala and uncancel. Mao <laughs> or Stalin, when there's like. <laughs> documentary evidence of you know massacres and camps and just and to just go no that's just the price of uh, wonderful progress and then a malala facebook status has you bleeding from the eyes all weekend yeah, i can't i can't believe it you're right though it's like it's almost impressive it's like they got together and they're like we're finally going to do it the big one the biggest heist of all <laughs> <laughs> like fort knox right <laughs> <laughs> they said it couldn't be done. Escape from Alcatraz. We're going to cancel the one person. People, people would never think. Ladies and gentlemen, and then he whips off a, a sheet off a canvas. Yeah. I present to you the big one, and it's just a photo of Malala. Everyone goes, oh! <laughs> Everyone gasps, and 
they've got a whole gang together. They've got like the little nimble guy who's good at climbing in through vents. They've got the diamond specialist. They've got the safe cracker. They've got the explosives guy. They've got the con man, the handsome con man. <laughs> They're all there. Yeah, what's, what's the way in? No way in. We just straight up cancel her. It's the last thing they'll expect. Well, what's her weakness? What she's done? Oh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. That's why they won't be expecting it. You're crazy. I should never have agreed to this. And they all try and walk out. We're going to walk like, right in the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to walk right through the door. <laughs> and they're going to let us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah. But this, like I was saying this last night, this must mean that cancelling is over. It's over. It's the snake has finally eaten itself. Because if someone tries to cancel someone, then they can just go, "Well, they did this to Malala." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? They did this to Malala. So you know what's fine. really interesting? It's the the penny's finally starting to drop. You know that S and P MP um, who was caught taking a train across from London to Glasgow, knowing she had COVID. She she had COVID symptoms, and I think it was even worse. She did something like go from Scotland to London. London to Glasgow, and then also spoke at a Catholic mass. Right, yeah. There were reports on Twitter. I saw that there was an eyewitness. I probably looked that up. Anyway, yeah. This is the SMP mind, so I don't care how sassy Nicola Sturgeon is, (laughs) but they fucked up just as much as the Tory party has in England. They're just a bit sassier about it. Yeah. And, but she's now said, and everyone's like, she has to quit. She has to quit. Yeah. And and I I was watching, reading the story like, Hey, I wanted I wanted to phone her up and say, "Hey, lady, don't quit." Yeah, there's no need to. And then yeah. a few days ago, she's come out saying, "I'm not going to quit." Yeah, and I just thought, here it is. The pennies finally dropped. Yep. People now know this shit lasts for three days max. Yep. Dominic Cummings. Dominic Cummings was the longest. I was about a week. Yeah. That was the longest because he's the most high profile. Exactly. And even he could just be like, "No." Yeah. People realize now. People can do fuck all. People can't do anything. They no one can do anything. anything. You can't, can't change anything. Anything. And then like in four years, there'll be an election and they'll go, remember when? And everyone will go, no. <laughs> yeah. And all yeah. the people, like like if you're trying to take away votes from the SNP, it'll be like, remember when she sneezed in your grandma's mouth? And they'll go, well, she would have wanted a free Scotland. <laughs> and it'll be it. Yeah, she said Scotland when she sneezed. Scotland like that. Yeah. And that's she, good enough for me. She, she cried freedom and coughed in Nana's mouth. And then I went... Nana, Nana, Nana was singing the flower of Scotland until her ventilator was turned off so that's it that's that's my vote gone but that's a Malala moment as well yeah I'm it's just like, going I oh. think Penny should, will drop now and everyone can go oh I can be a free thinking member of society and do as yeah. I please and even if some people try and build up some shit against me it'll last three days max it used to it's funny isn't it because the problem now is that no one ever resigns and theresa may was a good example but there were literally like 10 or 11 moments where in history the prime minister would have resigned mm-hmm. and she just didn't right, right, right there were like 11 moments where it's like this is literally when you know so and so resigned like an actual well like like what well like com- com- completely losing the confidence of parliament oh, yeah, yeah, calling yeah. a failed election having your own party rebel against you and losing again losing again Losing again. Losing a fifth time. Like, on and on and on. Having your own cabinet briefing against you. Having to replace your... Like, it goes on. Uh, uh, the hostile environment, which you started when you were Home Secretary, and then now you're just blaming Amber Rudd. Resign. <clears throat> resign. 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 They've deported a bunch of British people because they're black, and they've just gone, you look like you're from Jamaica. Go die in fucking Jamaica. And they go, no, please. I'm... And they just deport them. Resign. 
She never did. She just went, no, I have a job to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the problem, is that on one end, there's politicians learning that they never have to resign, even though it used to be that they would at least have to. Mm-hmm. And then that that has gone up. Not resigning is shooting up in the sky on the graph. And on the other end of the graph is how often they're asked to resign. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's like it's, a, it's a toxic a, It's cycle. inflation. Yeah. It's a, bloated, it's a bloated market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would be like... Uh, the, the Tories have done this, resign. And they can just go, like, the more you ask them to, the less power that a request has, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the more they say no, the more they underline the fact that they don't have to care what you think. Yep. So yep. it's a toxic cycle, whereas it used to be that... And it just becomes noise now, asking people to resign. Yeah, everyone's asked to resign constantly. And as you say... I mean, Nicola Sturgeon asked that woman to resign. Yeah. The head of her own party. Mm. That's big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Domin- uh, Boris Johnson did not ask Dominic Cummings to resign publicly. Mm-hmm. This yeah, is the equivalent yeah. of if he did, and Dominic Cummings was like, still no, I'm coming to your house <laughs> to work for you, whether you like it or not. I think only politicians can say, I can't quit my job. I have my job to do. But imagine... <laughs> <laughs> it's, such, it's such perfect circular logic, and you kind of go, you kinda go, yeah, I guess fair enough. Wait, what? You're a terrible window cleaner. You're fired. Oh, yeah? Well, who's going to clean the windows? Well, not you. Me, exactly. Me. But you don't clean the windows, don't I? Well, not if I quit. And they're like, oh, shit, Not if right. you fire me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to start a petition of recall in your constituency to get you fired, like for an MP. And it's like, oh, the constituency who elected me. And the petition of recall needs, like, whatever it is, 60%, 80% of constituents to sign it. Mm-hmm. Some really high number. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get that. Yeah. One of the only times in history that worked is when that um, Labour MP from East Anglia crashed her car, did like fraud and claimed her brother was driving the car or whatever. That's like one of the only times in history enough people have signed the thing. To oh, say, right. Get fucked, we're having a by-election. Uh-huh. Never works. Because by definition, the winning MP has loads of local support. Sure, 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 sure. Hmm. Um, Malala. Yeah, so basically, if, if, <laughs> if PodBuds ever say um, BudPod has gone too far and it has to stop, we will say, we can't stop doing BudPod because yeah. then who will do BudPod? Who will do BudPod if you get rid of us? Eh? If you destroy BudPod, how is BudPod going to keep going? And you'd go, oh yeah, they're, they're right. Yeah. And then we can say, you know, they did this to Malala. <laughs> yeah, they did. You know, they tried this with Malala. And from now on, actual crazy right-wing people who do need to go away can just use Malala. Mm-hmm. Um, they have that forever now. <laughs> they can just go, yeah, well, Malala. <laughs> you, you tried to do this to her, and now I'm like her. That's right. Now I'm like Malala. They'll <laughs> say, Katie Hopkins will say that within a month. I fucking guarantee it. Some lunatic fascist will say that within a month, and they've been given that gift by someone called Leon Thotsky <laughs> on, on Twitter. <laughs> Some some stupid prick with a hammer and sickle emote <laughs> has given them this incredible gift. Yeah. Like how the anti-Semitism in Labour has given Tories an excuse to vote for an institutionally racist party forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can say to the Conservatives, your party's institutionally racist. And they go, yeah, well, so is Labour. And everyone... Of, more, more officially so. Even more officially so, because they were investigated. And... Uh, we refuse to investigate ourselves, and uh, we're still going to vote for us, because you did. Bye. <laughs> you said it was for the greater good. Well, we're going to say that, too. Obviously, we're going to say that. We believe what we believe. 
It's amazing the amount of presence that Boris Johnson has been given this year in terms of rhetoric, available rhetoric. Maybe he'll say something about Malala. I wonder if he'll get that far. I bet if Boris Johnson was smart, he'd release a statement going, she's always welcome in our party. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And really exactly. stir the fucking pot. Exactly. Well, That'd be so funny. That'd be so great. <laughs> if, if, Just piss everyone off. Oh, my go. God. The Tory MP for Oxfordshire, Malala. <laughs> like it becomes true, like a kind of curse. Because they all said it, it becomes true. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, Twitter. I hope, I hope it goes away and is deleted. The Twitter? Yeah. All Twitter, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Like at the end of um, Fight Club where they just blow up all those credit card towers? Yeah. But whatever, a digital version of that. I don't know what that would be. A volcano erupts and Silicon Valley just gets covered in lava. Just Zuckerberg and Elon Musk and just <laughs> all these people like Pompeii. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All, all the all the bodies um, they find in a thousand years all holding a phone, <laughs> yeah. all crouched holding a phone, looking for updates. <laughs> they would. We ho- we think they were either trying to text their families or looking for updates. <laughs> Dude, ar- ar- archaeologists in thousands of years are going to find iPhones everywhere. It's not fucking crackers. Well, it's funny. I mean, one of the one of the guys who lectured us when I was doing my weird niche degree was a, was like his whole thing was coins. He was the coin guy. Weesh. He's Johnny Coins. No thanks. Numismatist. N- He's a Oof. numismatist, and he was saying like, uh, "Oh, we have this many thousand silver coins from the Anglo-Saxon period," but someone had done a clever equation to work out how many coins they actually had in circulation because mm. it used to be. That they were so naive. They were like, well, we've only found three coins. I can't believe they only had three coins. And someone went, you know, we should probably figure out, like, how many coins there actually were. They're probably more than that. Like, we could, uh, maybe they even did something, like, based on how many coins we knew there were in the 1600s and how many of those we find. Uh-huh. Like, I make that assumption. I don't know. But it was, like, thousands and thousands and tens, hundreds of thousands. Uh-huh. Like, so many. Uh-huh. So maybe they'll have to find, like, four iPhones. And there'll be one academic brave enough to go, everyone had one. Right, right, right. And someone will be like, it was only the elite who could have... (laughs) Probably some sort of CEO or duke uh, would have one of these. uh, What what, what was called a Cheo. A Cheo. Who was head of a company. Cheo or Cheo, depending on the era. (laughs) Who was the head of what they used to have, these things called companies. um, Which was sort of like um, clubs... Or gangs, uh, initially operating out of buildings, but then operating through uh, what they would call the internet, which mm. is a very crude metal version of the brain hologram we all share now. Yeah, companies are sort of um, uh, monetized versions of what, uh, what what we would now call uh, fuck clubs, <laughs> but instead of um, fucking in this um, in 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 the dome. 
They would <laughs> they would exchange pr- things and services that weren't fucking not necessarily all the time for something called Monet. And uh, Monet was originally shards of metal they found on the floor, and they would swap these pointless objects for sandwiches from somewhere called Pret. Pret comes up a lot. Um, we think it was a good luck phrase carved into a lot of uh, <laughs> mount of metal into a lot of signs. Um, and uh, in exchange, uh, Pret would give them these sandwiches, which they would eat uh, in a ritual above their keyboard in order to, we think, imbue the computer with... Uh, they believe they were feeding the computer with the crumbs that would fall. Yeah. It's a very primitive society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How would you explain so many of the jobs? I think we, I mentioned this one of the, a few pods ago. The, the, do you remember, did you ever read that column, Bullshit Jobs, that became a book? I think we talked about this. Uh, no. anarchist academic who died turned it into a book. He just wrote a column about how like most jobs, so many jobs now are just made up. Right. Or like the purpose of them is made up. Mm-hmm. Well, that. Like, oh, right. The whole point is that like, John Maynard Keynes was like, well, we've invented machines to do loads of work. One computer is worth 100 secretaries. Mm-hmm. So working hours should go down to 30 a week by the 80s. Yeah, he yeah. He predicted yeah. that before World War Two. Yeah. So they're not, are they? Everyone's working more than they ever have. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Just make, so uh, what's going on? Fill in the gap. Well, yeah. Because well, I've got all this free time. Well, I guess I can make and sell more stuff. I guess I'm a social media manager. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay, yeah. What's your job? And you go, I have to come up with jokes that are about Pepsi for mm. the Pepsi Twitter and Facebook accounts for the UK and Ireland. That kind of thing. That's not a, you know. No. I was talking with um my sister and we were talking about how Have you ever seen that loads of those business seminars are about, like, how do we inspire our workforce? Okay. It's like, how do we inspire our workers? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I find something so funny about that. (laughs) Well, the presumption that your your workers need inspiring. Well, if it's a company that just sells egg sandwiches, how do we inspire our workforce? You you won't. You sell egg sandwiches. Yeah. You're not a hospital. Just sell the sandwiches. Sell them. But they're asking how to inspire people because they know that inspired people work harder mm-hmm. with, a, with not more money, e.g. nurses. So they're right, right, going, yeah. how do we trick people into seeing my egg sandwich business as a vital part of like who they are and for the good of the community? Mm-hmm. So they're like, no, I'm going to stay another three hours working on the egg sandwich pitch. Let's, yeah, how you do know? we make up for... The gap left by a pay rise everyone really needs. <laughs> yeah. Can we pay them in inspiration instead? Is there and a make up for that shortfall in inspiration? Yeah, we could get the budget from just one pay rise and use it to fill the break room with Kit Kats. It's corporate tat. It's corporate tat. Corporate tat. Corporate mind tat. Mm, tat of the mind is the future of tat. That's right, it's the future of tat. Is that. This is a, a form of tat that you don't even need to hold in your hand. We should do like a Microsoft-style launch for mind tat. Getting, wearing, or both of us wearing uh, really high-waisted chinos, getting all excited. Oh, right. <laughs> Have you seen that video of the Microsoft guys going, fuck, like just trying really hard to go crazy? The Windows 98 launch. And they're like pumping their arms like when six-year-olds are at a disco. And it's just you and me on stage going, <laughs> whoop, just punching the air, <laughs> doing star jumps. <laughs> mind, Dad. Mind. Woo! Mind, Dad. Dad of the mind. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>
Woo! Yeah, exactly. People who've never wooed. Just, yeah. <laughs> Just Bill Gates in the back, not able to decide if he's clapping or dancing, yeah. and he does a weird sort of side step shuffle and a, an occasional clap, yeah. <laughs> an occasional quiet, <laughs> flappy clap. They look so heavily medicated. They look tranquilized. They look like they've been shuffled on there by a keeper <laughs> with a big pole with a stick on. It's so odd. I, guys, I encourage you to look up the video. It's haunting. The modern equivalent is Mark Zuckerberg constantly talking about ribs in his weird garden. That's really great, too. Ch- chilling. Yeah. Really, really horrible. I've really never great. seen someone so pallid. He lives in California. Mm. But then there was that picture of him all... Well, he's um, always on Facebook, isn't he? <laughs> he's always indoors working on Facebook. There's a picture of him slathered in sun cream all on his face. Yeah, he looks like right. the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> um... So I guess that's why he's so pale. He's incredibly in- interested in keeping himself pale. Poor fart Duckerberg. <laughs> Poor old fart Duckerberg. What does he do with his money? Does he really just buy ribs and put them in a smoker? There must be some pretty good ribs. Buy an island, you know? At least Richard Branson has done the... the he must have an island. Zuckerberg's gotta have an island. It's got... There's. Got to be a, a, an island. Welcome. A secret one. To Facebook Island. Welcome to Like ba, ba, Island. Like Island. <laughs> Just the, the sort of like Jurassic Park style music as they <laughs> helicopter into an island shaped like a big thumb up. Big thumbs up emoji. Yeah, the helipad's on the thumb. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I guess the mansion would be on the thumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're backing onto a big cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah great. Yeah. You land on the pinky. <laughs> yeah, the pinky knuckle. <laughs> to like island, yeah. He must have an island. He's worth billions. If you could buy an island, would you buy an island? Or one of those forts that they're selling Ooh, now. The sea fort. A sea fort. I might buy a sea fort. Um, I think if you have the gall to become a billionaire these days, the least you should do is buy an island. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think you should give away at least a billion quid. Mm-hmm. And then, if, like, you need to choose what kind of billionaire you're going to be, and you need to embrace it. Yeah. You're either going to be Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, giving money away to a, to the point where people are obsessed with how you must be evil, mm-hmm. or be evil. Yeah. Richard Branson has gone, I'm Richard Branson, I'm the sort of prick who'd buy an island, so I'm going to do it. And I I respect the consistency of that. Yeah, but what makes Richard Branson all the more sinister is that he's also trying to, uh, he's also he's also he's also attempting the sort of hippie kind of floppy head everyman, yeah. who also has an island. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's an an air of I'm just going back to nature, man. Hey, everything's great here on this island. Why can't the world be like that? Yeah, a bit of sort of weirdly naive. Or he's just really good at marketing, and in private, he's like uh, takes off his wig, and he's got like he looks like Darth Vader when the helmet's pulled off. He's like, "Why want these fools? Let me run the healthcare system." <laughs> and he has to put on a big like fake teeth smile because his, his teeth are like proper like crazy fake ivory teeth. Yeah, yeah, big old chompers. To, big old fake chomper. To eat his competitors, of course. <laughs> to eat to eat smaller <gasps> companies. Yeah. He just. If if he eats a medium sized CEO, he won't need to feed again for three weeks. 
He needs the island to sit and digest. He just sleeps in this island in a nest. <laughs> in a nest of virgin train ticket stubs. Just <laughs> all eat all 200 pounds each. And the nest is, yeah, virgin train ticket stubs that make the wicker basket under one of his fucking hot air balloons. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think there's a point where you have to go, well, either I'm going to be a billionaire and I'm not, and a billionaire should have an island. Mm-hmm. There are islands for sale off the coast of Scotland. <gasps> Ooh! You could even have like a kind of spooky, rain-soaked Scottish island. That'd be grey, like a Dracula island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love a Dracula island. You can go goth. You don't have to go Caribbean every time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, be the basic bitch of islands. That's right. Would you, darling, would you come back with me to the island? I, I have a little retreat. I wonder if you'd be interested in joining me there. You guys want to come back to my place? <laughs> just going to get in a boat and uh, weather these stormy seas and uh, a couple of drinks of mine? I pay a local pensioner £18,000 a year to, to be spooky in charge of the boat that goes to my island. <laughs> he has a big beard because I've asked him to grow one. He has a little sailor's hat and an eye patch that he doesn't need and takes off as soon as we leave. But I won't tell my guests this. I want him to be like, Ah, sir, you're back to the island then, are you, sir? Ah, good to see you. <laughs> and then I want him to be, like, obliquely reference stuff to make my guests unnerved. There was another disturbance in the cellar, sir, but uh, I took care of it. Thank you, William. <laughs> and every guest go, sorry, there was a what? And I go, near do you mind, laddie. Near do you mind. Uh, 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 and yeah, he's laughing as yeah. we, as they walk away from the boat. He's still in the boat. <laughs> Good to see you, laddie. Good luck. And he says something, and it's taken by the wind. And my guests are like, "What was he shouting?" Yeah, and I go, "Oh, don't pay. just remember, keep your eye out for the sh- <laughs> remember not to feed the." Sh- <laughs> yeah, yeah. What 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 does that old man say? Oh, don't pay William any mind. <laughs> He's just a local eccentric I've put to good use. Yeah. It's just me and William on this island usually. It's wonderful to have guests. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, not much of a one for talking. The long winter nights do drag when it's William and I. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go, it's working out. Guys, if you if you just send enough money in the post to uh Bud Pod we can buy a Bud Pod Island. Yes. Can we do the first Kickstarter for an island? <laughs> buy Bud Pod an Island Kickstarter. Welcome to Bud Pod Island. <laughs> this is our time. It's just a huge, just a big old ass. And you walk through the anus into that's the port. <laughs> and you walk. Like, like, it's like, it's like, like the Colossus of Rhodes, but just yeah. a giant pair of bum cheeks. Ships have to sail in through the asshole. Or like, yeah, those two, those two giant statues in Lord of the Rings, they sail through that canyon. <laughs> and it's just two people listening to podcasts. <laughs> just dwarfed by the statues. Do you think this was is a... Was the Colossus of Rhodes real? I don't. The apparently, huge statue. Apparently, but I don't think it could have been could it but I, my theory is it w- was real but it was like three stories high. exactly it wasn't all yeah it was t- it was huge to pathetic people <laughs> Pe- from two thousand years ago people whose houses who were impressed by you know a chicken people whose houses are made of mud <laughs> yeah if your house is made of mud you're not going to have your head screwed on when you finally do see something made of not mud 
You're going to come back and go, it was a million feet high. When you've owned one cup your entire life, <laughs> you're going to think... It's going to blow your mind. An eight-foot an eight statue is 20 stories high. I used to think that going into cathedrals or even normal churches. Mm-hmm. If your house is made oh, yeah. of mud, literally of wattle and daub, and you come in and there's like golden-colored, multicolored rainbow light coming through glass... You'd be a fucking idiot not to believe God exists. You'd, you'd, you'd be the, so skeptical that people would be like, you're a moron, you're a fucking moron. You'd be a lunatic. Have you seen how high this thing is? There's a bell up there, you know? There are materials and colors in this building that I didn't even know existed. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there exactly. are co- look at that color. What is that color? It's like blue and it's red. What is Wh- that? What is that? It's you- somewhere in between. You tell me what that is. I really miss the days when, when just the color purple meant you were the ri- like you the couldn't afford the color the, purple. You're the richest man in the world. <laughs> Did you ever read the color purple? We had to read it at school. No, I didn't know it was a book. Oh, it's a book. It's by Alice Walker, who is very sort of purple is my favorite color. I they, like it because it makes me feel happy. Basically, that's a lot of the book. Is it really? Yeah, kind of. I it was okay. Is that the spark right. notes? Yeah. Well, she she was a very sort of... I think she's still alive, barely. She's very old now. She was very sort of woke for a while, and like you would you, you might put the color purple in a similar category to like To Kill a Mockingbird in terms of like books you make teenagers read to make them a bit more woke and oh, okay. chill about stuff. But then it turns out Alice Walker is a tremendous anti-Semite. Right, <laughs> So yeah. you go, oh, okay, the, Bapt- the Baptists got to you early on, did they? It's a, Who killed Jesus? It's yeah, a waterbed yeah. effect, man. Yeah, yeah. You More squeeze that one, one bit, it'll come up somewhere else. Do you think everyone's got some kind of secret bigotry? It's because we love to hate. We love to hate. We love to hate. Imagine, people will uh, always you know, people will always hate each other and they always say the, and the purpose of society and civilization is to minimize and regulate and regulate the effects of that hate yeah you, you can't try and get rid of it completely you, you'll never be gone people will lose their minds well if you try they will always hate my mouth noises oh yeah nothing you can't be talked into liking <laughs> my mouth noises it's <laughs> true but but I'm happy with the situation. It's a workable situation. <laughs> well, as am I. Yeah. Because it's about regulation. And compromise. And compromise. And if you try and get rid of hate, then anyone who you think... It's like Twitter, isn't it? Anyone who you think does something that means that they might hate, then you go, well, we'll kill them then. Yeah. I rem- We're going to kill everyone who tries to make random mobs. We have to form some kind of mob to, <laughs> <laughs> to do that, but, you know. I remember once seeing someone say... Uh, um, you know, tolerance is not enough. We keep, we keep, uh, we keep saying we should, we should practice tolerance. What we should practice is celebration. <laughs> and it's like, no, <laughs> stick with tolerance because yeah. what you're saying is, you, you, we don't tolerate things; we celebrate things. Mm. Which means that further down the line, when someone finds something that they don't completely celebrate, then it's apt for destruction. Yeah, but you've, you've, you. You've, you've split the world into things worth celebrating, things worth destroying. Yeah, it's m- actually more binary. It's way more dangerous. Tol- tolerance means you don't have to be happy with the situation, but you have to live with it. And yeah. that's civilization in a nutshell. Yeah, that's true. If someone goes, but I'm not happy, and they go, we didn't ask you to be fucking happy. We asked you to stay in your house. Mm. Tolerate it. Mm. Don't go looking for trouble. Yeah. 
celebration. It's that ah, uh, it's 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 people who. I think it's their own like thing they're projecting there. As in someone who's like, "Cheer up, everyone!" and everyone's fine. <laughs> you go, "Well, it's you're sad." Yeah, you're constantly harassing people to be happy and celebrate things. A lot of the times, Twitter is someone talking to themselves in front of everyone. <laughs> Twitter is a guy on the bus. Yeah. But now he's got a phone. <laughs> Twitter, yeah. Twi- Twitter is someone yelling in the mirror, but all- but in a crowded uh, a crowded bathroom. Yeah. You fucking idiot. <laughs> and everyone going, <laughs> behind them talking about what this... Yeah. <laughs> what did he say to the mirror? <laughs> what was the mirror? I looked in the mirror and I was in there. He's talking to me. God, it's a nightmare. I was talking with um, comedian and I, I guess friend of the pod, Alex Keeley. Um, I will. Um, I don't consider him a friend of the pod, but you may, <laughs> and I tolerate that. <laughs> oh fuck! I was talking with Keeley and uh, uh, follow Alex Keeley on on Twitter, guys. Um, he's very funny on Twitter. He's very very funny on Twitter. He's very funny on Twitter. In yeah. life, he's a demon. Um, <laughs> very funny. Uh, anyway, me and Alex were discussing. Um, how annoying it is when people are like, "Oh, but you know, Twitter is just like uh, when there were telegrams." I think this might be a bit of stand-up of Alex's as well. So apologies, but uh, and no one think that I'm saying this. I'm quoting him, where he's like, he gets annoyed that people don't acknowledge how different something like Facebook and Twitter is uh, to the phone. Uh, yeah, or like any historical precedent. Yeah. Go, well, this is just like when they introduced the telegram, and he's like, "No, it's not." Mm-hmm. It's really different, and it's changing everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. This isn't like a calm down. People used to freak out at moving pictures, and it's like no, no, no. Uh, a guy, a fourteen-year-old from Devon, woke up and used his phone on YouTube too much, and it made him go try and become a suicide bomber in a different country, civil war. Yeah, yeah. It's because not- a beam of information fly flew into his mind and <laughs> warped it. Yeah. From across the world instantly. It's different. Mm, mm, it, it's more akin to... It's, it's, yeah, social media is less akin to some great technological advance than it is to a brand new highly addictive drug. It's, it's more... It's, yes. It's, it's drugs not like moving pictures. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not the car. It's cocaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to treat it as a drug. So it, the answer is not to, um, for everyone to get used to the technology, but it's just regulation, regulation, regulation. Yes, that's a good point. Yeah, it's not like, a, well, if we all just take cocaine for long enough, we'll all just get used to everyone being on cocaine. Yeah, it won't feel special anymore. It won't feel special anymore. Everyone will be very loud. They'll be talking very quickly. And then their hearts will explode. And you have to go, no, it's chemically designed to be to feel special every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time feels special. Inside your brain is a rat operating a lever. And the more that that rat is tricked, the more trickable the rat becomes. The rat doesn't learn. The, it doesn't get bored. The rat never gets bored. The rat's constantly going, huh? What? Huh? Yeah? Whoa! Yeah. I played a game the other day, which is like... Um, it was to it was to play a sort of a group online game with some friends who have much older computers and worse internet. Oh, 
So we tried to pick a game that would work for everyone, right? Okay. And we picked this like lo-fi, yeah, sixty-four bit MMO. So it's like massive multiplayer online. Oh you, yeah. You've got like a little pixel character. Yeah. But it's really brilliant and detailed. But I'm not going to say what its name because I could. I've never felt the rat part of my brain being tickled more directly. Just by the game, this game mechanic. Yeah, because you're going around and you're like fighting like skeletons in a dungeon to up your magic mana points, and like you can choose spells and spells and like pick up loot and new swords and do quests and you know equip new helmets and it's all got all the gear like World of Warcraft kind of style. It's fucking scary, man. And as I was as I was doing it, I could feel myself going. All my, my we played for like an hour or two, and then my friends were like, "Okay, I'm going to go to bed," and I was so close to going. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm just going to stay on. Uh, I nearly got the crystal boots. I could feel it there, just going. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe this is maybe this is a nice way to relax after a long day. Dude, I, I, I'm, I'm worried about getting there with uh, online poker. Because yeah. The, the poker app that we use has like they, they've, they've taken basic RPG mechanics and put into real life money paying poker. Yeah. And like <laughs> at one point, like I had to put in money. Because I'd fucking lost everyone. So I had to put in money to be able to play some more. And like I got like points. Like like a, a green bar at the top. And you're almost at the next level. And I'd earned those points by just putting money in it. Just feeding it. I'd, I'd, I'd gained <laughs> status points by being bad at poker. Yes. And I was yes. like, ooh, then I'm doing well. <laughs> and for a second, I, my mind just went, oh, I'm doing well. Because the green bar went, broop. And, and then I had, to, I had to slap my fucking self in the face. You stupid fucking monkey. No, it isn't. <laughs> this is terrible. They gave you that grape because you lost the other grape. <laughs> it's fucking scary, man. Or like the, the, bar- Game, the gamification is so powerful. Oh, man. The bar goes from like dark red to like almost green, like through yellow. Mm. You know when they do that fade? Yes, 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 yes. I'm almost at green. Green is full health good. Red to danger bad. Green is um, leaf Green is leaf ready to eat. Leaf safe. Hide yellow, inside leaves. Yellow not good. Green better. <laughs> Me make yellow green. <laughs> Me pay to make yellow green. Me or, doing good work. Yeah. Num- money just numbers. Numbers nothing. <laughs> numbers not green. Color. Oh. <laughs> oh. Terrible. Man. It's ter- it's terrifying. It it it's like. The trouble is that we can't admit that we're not rational without admitting that. Loads of other stuff doesn't work because, like, marketing. A lot of market economics is based on the idea that humans are rational mm-hmm. and not easily tricked. Uh huh. Whereas, uh huh, it turns out, you know. So then, it, it's kind of like we're pulling at a thread that does lead to places that people would rather it not go. Like all people going like, uh, "Oh, we don't need to ban smoking. People can just decide." You go, no, they, they, there's enough rat brain people that we can't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. let people have cocaine yeah yeah i mean yeah i mean b- at what uh, point is it someone's fault that's what it is right at what point is it someone's fault that they went and bought 10 bottles of vodka and drank some as in is it their fault or is it the the seller excellent vodka company's marketing yeah or is it the fault of the fact that it's available at all is it the fault oh, of the I government see, see, for not stopping right. the you know at, sure, sure, at what sure. point is it the fault of the individual? Mm-hmm. That's like so much of politics and your beliefs. Mm-hmm. Because the people like Pretty Patel are just like, everything is the fault of every individual and therefore 
everything is justified. <laughs> if you didn't want to drown in the sea, you shouldn't have got on a boat that I sank. Like, it's just completely... She, she lives by the fucking Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Every, everything is permitted, nothing is forbidden. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you try and lunge at Pretty Patel, she'll go, swing, and a big <laughs> blade will shoot out from her cuff. <laughs> And then she'll scale Parliament. That's why she's got that smirk, because she knows if yeah. anyone comes at her, she'll just hit and blade them. <laughs> if you ever try and follow Pretty Patel on a crowd, if she sits on a bench, she's gone. She can't find her. <laughs> why is the idea of Pretty Patel in an Assassin's Creed outfit so funny? She's got a hood and puts the hood up and climbs. It would suit her, that's the thing. It would suit her. And she climbs Big Ben. Yeah. <laughs> There's a big glowing star on the top or whatever. Uh... Her smirk. Yeah, she well, just I, leaps off buildings and lands safely in Boris Johnson's hair. <laughs> <laughs> Fully hidden as he, as he walks around. <laughs> well, as we said, her smirk is the smirk of someone saying, did you think love would save you? <laughs> That's a very good line it, of yours. It is the smirk of someone right before they use a magic spell to kill the boy. <laughs> Kill the boy. You'd think that they would have like smirk training or something. They didn't pay for PR. Yeah, they, she's obviously unfixable. <laughs> yeah, you think they have a meeting with her and they go, All right, a lot of the feedback we're getting is that your entire thing is um, your, your face is evil. And you take, you take pleasure from the pain of others. And to be fair, it does look like that. And it comes across. <laughs> it really does come across. When you apologize, you said, I'm sorry if you think you need an apology. And then you did the smirk. It was all bad, is what we're saying. We're really going to have to build this from the ground up. Smile as if you've just been given a lovely gift. Oh, God, no, not like that. Smile Ma- with your eyes, not with your fangs. <laughs> Imagine the gift isn't someone's head. There you go. <laughs> I just haven't, yeah, maybe it's, we're, we're, we're blaming the, you know, it's actually the fault of the kind of pictures people choose in the paper. Which is an easy way to trick the public. And by watching footage of... She does even look evil when she's speaking. And yeah. she's not a good speaker. Yeah. When she when she had to do that coronavirus briefing, do you remember how badly it went? 300,000. <laughs> she read it out like Microsoft Sam. <laughs> 30, 0, 0, 0, 200. <laughs> but it's impressive, isn't it? To appear that incompetent and still seem evil. Yeah, yeah, that's very, that's very evil. It's very evil if you can be like, well, they're a bumbling fool, and I'm chilled to the core. <laughs> <laughs> that, that means your evilness is so powerful that even like minus 50 intimidation points from being bumbling, you're still at like full. It's like being terrified of Barney Gumble. <laughs> Like the Chuckle Brothers. Duh. They're going to come and move all your stuff in your house. Yeah, Barney Gumble or like your old Gill. Yeah. Chilled to the core by Gill. I guess uh, we've, got a, we've got a few American listeners. Uh, as, we, as, we, as we round this off, any thoughts on the... Have you been watching the election? What election? What's going on? I know, I know. It turns out in New Zealand, uh, they're having an election. What I'm absolutely terrified is everyone saying Trump's gonna. This is this is now a matter of how badly Trump is gonna lose, and I just go. This sounds very familiar to a particular point of four years ago. <laughs> and it just and 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 I know people are saying like 
even correcting for where for how badly we got 2016 wrong yeah trump is still going to lose badly yeah and, and you just kind of go don't don't tempt the fates <laughs> they ply their threads with wicked fickle humor <laughs> please yeah fear of him being re-elected has turned us all into like uh the cowardly guy on Odysseus's ship, or like in a fantasy movie. <laughs> no, do not scorn the orb. Please, Captain, please throw the treasure in the sea. Uh, I've been reading quite a lot of Greek mythology recently, which is fucking great. Yeah. But I, you, always, you always forget just how many disastrous wars and, <laughs> and eternal damnations and ruined lives are because someone didn't burn a lamb's leg to one god. They forgot. Yeah. One day. They literally just forgot. Like, why day. is Athena hunting down you and your kin and all your children and their children's children for the end of until the end of time? Oh, I forgot to I, f- I forgot to um sacrifice um some a lamb chop after yeah. after this battle. I was too tired and I forgot to s- sacrifice some lamb. Oh, that doesn't seem very bad. Yeah, yeah. my my whole life is um a living nightmare. Yeah, I get chased <laughs> by a snake person now. <laughs> But that's but that's that's the kind of that's the kind of paranoia I treat this the the, the people who are comfortable with Trump losing. Yes, yeah, like, yeah. This, yeah. this is his kind of whole thing. His his whole thing is kind of yeah coming across like coming across as oh, frankly more insane even than Robert Mugabe. Mm. Because Robert Mugabe was a very somber man. Who said mad things in quite a somber way? Whereas Donald Trump was going, "Hey, what if I, what if I start kissing everyone? <laughs> I could probably kiss you all." Have you seen that? No, I've not seen that. He's been going on about kissing people because that's how immune or whatever he is to coronavirus. Amazing. And like just <laughs> an emperor who's willing to endanger his own bodyguard doesn't tend to do well, you know. Like coughing on the Secret Service and making them drive him around. You see the the, the his his was it the Rose Garden video or I don't I don't know where he is, but the one who he talks about Regeneron, um, <laughs> he, which I laugh every time someone says the name Regeneron because it's so it's like silly. it's like an avatar where the amazing um, mineral they find is unobtainium. <laughs> that was that was a that was a script. Uh, stand-in that never got edited unobtainium we'll call it unobtainium for now obviously we'll make up a better name and we'll call it regeneron but he starts that video regeneron. he starts that video by going hi you might recognize me it's your favorite president and you just go oh he's just fucking around <laughs> he's just having a great time he's doing like a troy mcclure riff it's like when i saw it's like when i saw adam sandler's netflix special and it was brilliant yeah and it's like Oh, he's been fucking with us this whole time. The whole he knows. Time, he's been going in films and making a hundred thousand million trillion dollars. Yeah, and getting his bum out, going. <laughs> We're the idiots. He's a genius who lives in a castle made of gold. Oh, yeah. That's how. I, that's how I feel about uh, about Donald Trump in that video. It's like, oh, he's just having a whale of a time. <laughs> it's so freaky, man. Mike Pence. What if Donald Trump just suddenly goes and just dies? Um, They'll say he was poisoned by fucking Bill Gates. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they will. They'll, they'll, yeah, they'll say that pizza parlor got to him. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, they'll say that pizza restaurant finally assassinated him with mind rays. What are your predictions? Let's do. I'm um, okay. Do because because if if one of us gets this right, okay. 
we're going to look amazing in a year. Yes, that's in true. In one year, who is president of the United States? I know my answer. And it's going to, if it comes true, I'm going to look like a, um, a fucking um, oracle. Okay. Uh, in one year? Yeah. Biden. Okay. I reckon. Okay. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think I think that's a safe bet. My bet is Kamala Harris is going to be president uh, in one year. You reckon Biden's going to pop his clogs? Biden's going to win, and he's going to pop his clogs. Or get so... His dementia, well, actually, I was going to say dementia will get so bad, people go, okay, he has to step down, but that hasn't affected the last four years, so I don't see why it would. Or, or like the Democrats will do that thing where they'll be like, we'll look weak by making our own president step down for dementia, even though the Republicans did really well by not doing that. Mm-hmm. That constant thing the Democrats always do, which is like, well, no, that would be cheating. And then they just get their pants pulled down over and over again because yeah. they refuse to play hardball. I, re- I reckon, yeah. I mean, I, I was... The people were saying Minnesota looked like a swing state and then the Biden campaign was like, we're not going to take away your fracking, which is the only jobs any of you fucking have. Mm-hmm. And they went, okay. So that's kind of seems like stop it. That's to kind of stop the bleeding. Like the bleeding of votes in Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota right. is normally like a democratic stronghold. Oh, okay. okay but it was okay. looking like a swing state because all the money there outside of, you know, Minneapolis and Duluth or whatever is like fracking. I saw... Um, Apparently. I was watching a um, a uh, comedy slash political show that is leaning more and more into the political. Yeah. Um, and they showed a video of, of um, Joe Biden... To, addressing a letter that had come in, the interviewer saying, Jeanette in in um, Mims, Mimsbury, Oklahoma, uh, says, why why won't you let us have Uzis? I've seen this. And, and Joe Biden goes, uh, Jeanette, you don't need an Uzi. Buy a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> Buy a shotgun. Yeah. And, and, and then in the studio of this comedy political show, they're like, isn't that fucking crazy? He's telling people to just buy a different gun. And you go, yeah. no. He's knowing, he knows the what battles he's picking. Yeah. Someone with a shotgun is far, far less dangerous than someone with an automatic weapon. Yeah. He knows they're not going, he's not going to get these people to throw away all their guns. He's saying, don't get a mass, put away your mass murder gun and get a less murder gun. Well, and also get a gun that is genuinely like an agricultural tool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't, and that, and that if someone is more than eight feet away, you're not going to kill them straight instantly. Yeah, you're not, you're not going to definitely turn them into cheese. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I, the the only part of that clip that is ridiculous is how funny it is that someone could keep repeating the phrase "buy a shotgun" in a reassuring <laughs> way. Buy, hey, just calm down and buy a shotgun. That's what made me laugh about it. It's like, look, everything's fine. Buy a gun. <laughs> but yeah, he but was, for he, me, for me, it was incredibly smart. I was, was like, "Really smart? This is very smart. This is so much smarter than saying you don't need a gun but to he, someone who's convinced they must have a gun." But he was saying it, it, it as well about his own family. He was saying like, "Oh, look, me and whatever Cindy, my wife. They always have like really ridiculous names. American politicians' wives: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Barbara, Cindy, and uh-huh. me and whatever my wife. We we live we live out in the woods, you know, out in the countryside. And there's a big empty thing, and there's no one around. And uh, you know, my wife she gets worried as well. And we we have a shotgun. And I say to her, when I'm not around, you just go out into the balcony and you fire that thing in the air, and anyone who's there will go away. Mm-hmm. That's exactly the way to talk to these people. So what about home invasion paranoia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like uh, 
why can't we have Uzis, Mr. Biden? Um, because they're hashtag bad. Like if you are gone, uh, because they're a tool of the military industrial complex. And everyone goes, all oh, right. Well, I'm going to put a hundred pounds on Trump to win the election. <laughs> exactly. And if you live in the woods, you probably do need a gun. If I lived in the woods in America, I'd want a fucking gun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, every mm-hmm. every other fucking lunatic's got guns. Also, there's a point where everyone you know how, has guns. Do you know how big America is and how few security cameras there are? <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not London where they go. <laughs> Well, we we looked for a minute and we found 800 photographs of the terrorist from nine angles. Did that stop him using his gun? No. But now we can construct a 3D model of his fucking head. (laughs) It doesn't even stop them. It's hard to catch them later or to see where you've gone wrong. Yeah. Uh No, I think it was really smart. Yeah. Really smart. Um, And good for the shotgun industry, I guess. If I lived in the woods, I'd want a gun. Would you? Yes, Logic. the police aren't coming. <laughs> okay, I well, live. At, I live at one, two, three, the woods. Are you? Um, to what extent are you locking it up? Because you, <laughs> I've never. Ah, I'm so I'm so annoyed with this late into the podcast. We're only <laughs> we're only just tapping into your shotgun fantasy, <laughs> or, or your, whatever your gun prep fantasy is. My love of guns. <laughs> is it? Have you seen that amazing bed that has a shotgun? compartment in yeah, the head in, of the bed in and the you roof just, yeah you just push into it goes and it falls into your hand and then you go oh yeah and you're pointing it at the door <laughs> that's a fucking good idea uh where where's Maybe not practically where's yours kept so say you're alone at home and you just hear a voice wait am i in america or am i in the uk um america oh um and it's a shotgun what, whatever gun whatever gun. you want whatever gun you think is safe to have in your house um if i if i am in a situation where it's like a pistol and i'm really worried or whatever it's like bedside drawer so you'd have a pistol like a, if i if i lived in a really dangerous place like an alcoholic detective you've got yes. a pe- <laughs> you've got a pistol in, your- in my drawer yeah okay, okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so i'm going yeah, i do have a, a i do have a gun i would have a gun safe i wouldn't leave it there all the time right like, if I left the house, I wouldn't be like, well, I'll leave that next to... Okay, so if you leave the house, you put it in the safe. Yeah, 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 unloaded. And okay, like, so here's a new scenario. You're coming home, you ha, 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 you got shopping in your bag, and then you see uh, you see me. You don't yeah. recognize me as me. I'm, but you see de- me just in the grasses there. Just, <laughs> now you've got to run into your house. Yeah. <laughs> and you close the door, and I'm... Okay, so I've already run into the house successfully. Yeah, yeah, but I'm, 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 you, but you know the walls are not going to hold forever. I'm going to get, and now, <laughs> okay. and now you got to remember your password, the safe. Yeah, fine. Okay. Okay. It's 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 like uh, I've gotten you by then, by the way. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm going to come down the chimney. Well, then you're going to get me. Okay. But it's for when I do have it. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. It's just that thing of going like, uh, yeah, but what if uh, the car hits your car where the seatbelt doesn't help, and you go, okay. Well, I'm dead then, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'll die. <laughs> okay. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Pierre considers guns the equivalent of seatbelts. That's, that's right. <laughs> Buy a shotgun, everyone. <laughs> Buy a shotgun. That's what I say. Uh, I, I yeah, lock it up properly in a, in a gun safe. Interesting. But if but like if I still lived in I mean, when when I was a child in Johannesburg, would if my dad was away, my mum would have a nine millimeter under the pillow. Really? Yes. And another a thirty eight magnum. In like the safe. a badass tooth fairy had been. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, <laughs> the, That's a prank. You should have replaced it one night with just some money. The gang, oh. the gang tooth fairy. 
And I will say this, listen, it's not under her pillow, so she could go ah, and shoot herself in the head. Like okay. across the other side of the bed, like ready wow. for like yeah, 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 to yeah. get it. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Well, um, anyway. Well, uh, good good luck with the election, any American <laughs> listeners. Buy a shotgun and calm down. Um, keep on jacking it. Keep on jacking it. Um, yeah, just with your hands. Keep your guns away. <laughs> Lock your gun away safely uh, in a steel-reinforced gun safe that is chained or attached to the floor or walls of your home. And then jack it. <laughs> <laughs> that is our that's, that's our new full uh, catchphrase. Yeah. Everyone has to learn it before the next episode. Okay. okay bye. <laughs> the secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria algae body oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.